Hey, rude boys and rude girls. It's time to make us a mixtape. I'm Marty. Paul Farvar. Oh, we're going last names. I'm Marty DeRosa. I'm Paul. Fresh off a nap, a little cranky, but uh, the power <laughs> of music will bring me back to life for this episode. If you don't know, if you're new, please go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. If you want to be on this podcast, which at this point, who doesn't want it? We've got a line out the door. Out the door. I'm going to say this. If you're a canceled rock star, we can't have you on. Even though Paul wants to have Ryan, Ryan Adams, Adams yeah. I fucking said, no way. Yeah. You're a sex pest. Get out of here. <laughs> we did. We brought that term here. Yeah. We're, we made it big. We made sex pest, uh, which is Paul, a name of Paul's old bands, which is like, <laughs> yikes, Paul. Don't tell people. He's like, I was in Fat Albert with a PH, <laughs> and uh, I was in sex pest, but it was uh, S-C-E-X pest. I don't know. Um, anyway. <laughs> S-E-C-X Paul, what's the email if they want to get in touch with us? Uh, PaulMartyMix at gmail.com. That is correct. A couple things administratively we need to House cleaning, they House call cleaning. this. Number one, yeah. uh, I like the Sedude Marty, by the way. You came in here. Sedude? Yeah. Subdude? Sedude. It's Sedude. Is subdued. it Sedude or said Subdude? The B is silent. Uh, I think it's Subdude. <laughs> Sedude. When you ask, when we start the podcast, yeah. you guys may want to go back and listen if you haven't already. There are certain ones where Marty and I have coffee before an episode and then there's ones where we have tea this and then is, there's this is the one where uh, marty had a nap that made him more cranky <laughs> and then i had to wake up, up and, and walk here in the ice cold winter weather oh now you told him what season it is but here sorry that's our evergreen where we just did a fucking podcast symposium at columbia <laughs> and we were one of the main things was podcasting uh, evergreen. evergreen material and i already fucking blew it um, Second administrative thing we need to take care of. Yes. Uh, we talked about my skate- free burrito. No, you lost that. No, no, no. We Come lo- on, you dude. lost that. Come on, we didn't do that on the air. Anyway. No, we won't. We, we, won't. we won't. It's political. And we won't. Politics get into is it. no part of music. It's, you know who's you know who's for who on this podcast. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know who's for who. Anywho, one of the issues that was brought up was that I found my Mark Gonzalez Vision skateboard. Yes, and you told me, eh, you won't get you won't get two hundred bucks for that. Did I? You did. I don't know if it was on the air, but we did talk about mm, witness Jim Flanagan said. I thought maybe your executioner. I thought that you was another get, episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I found it. I wiped off the dust yeah. and the grime. Or oh, you said because some of the uh, stickers were racist. Yeah, uh, I had a, a you had some buckwheat stickers buckwheat that stickers. have not aged well. No, not much well. like some of the music on this podcast. Anywho, I put it on. Let go. At one hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. eight people within minutes. Damn, are are after it. They had the keywords: vision, Gonzo, skateboard. That they've been waiting for this day. Shit. So I was out of town doing shows, uh, and I came back, and I'm like, "They're like, are you are you back in town? I mean, literally one hundred fifty dollars." Yeah. So I accept your apology for being wrong because I went low. I would have thought. As you were wrong about the bet on, I um, thought no, I thought you were starting too high. I'm an eBay guy, so I know you can start low and then they, they yeah. it builds up. Oh, you do. Well, I didn't yeah. want to mail. Well, it. the All good right. news is uh, the guy who who might have won your skateboard is here with us so, right yes, now. A skateboarding guru, which is where good transition. I was thanks, going Paul. There. Thanks, uh, comedian uh, who also uh, was one of many people who've submitted. So don't say we don't. You guys, we are listening. We make dreams come true. We made. You can be on the number one music podcast in the six zero six one four area code. Sure. Um, comedian John Torres. John. Hey guys, sorry thanks for about, having me. Sorry about the upfront stuff. Sorry you had to hear Dad and Dad have such a fucking <laughs> back and forth. No, I was a big fan. I got real excited we, when I saw the skateboard when I, I came showed inside. It to him. Hey. Yeah. Let's. I, I. I even. T- I even said to Paul in a text because, in in full transparency, uh, well, the last time we recorded was uh, right before Super Tuesday, uh, an election, and we sure. we no, it wasn't Super Tuesday. It was just the Iowa caucus. And uh, sorry, I know this is just pulling the curtain back. So yes, <laughs> but Paul and I will never. We're done talking about politics. Uh, yes, we, and we'll never talk about it on the show. We are definitely not aligned in the. Political I'm just realm. like, hey man, just stop texting me about politics because <laughs> otherwise it's going to ruin our friendship. <laughs> We have disagreements. Be, this is how, you know, morning shows. Sometimes <laughs> you would hear how like, oh, like Stevie and, uh, you know, Stevie and the Cougar, they, they don't talk anymore. The they Cougar. just come in and they don't fucking talk anymore. And that's actually not even the original Cougar. They fired that Cougar. And that's just, or the Cougar does Who's it from the another. Cougar in this situation? I'm the Cougar. Yeah. You're Stevie. I like being I'm Stevie. I'm the Cougar. But the, Coug- the Cougar over here, I'm recording it from an IDS line in my own house. <laughs> I'm not even coming in anymore because we had such just, a fight. Somebody's just going to end up being sound drops later on. Yeah. John already regrets being on this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, We're five minutes in and we haven't even. John, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Yes. 
I'm uh, liking this so far. I really am. <laughs> good. Have you heard any music from this uh, podcast that you're like, oh, you know what? That's a pretty good song. I did like some of Flanagan's picks. Okay. We did just, uh, you guys did just drop that. Yeah. I liked, I didn't peg him for a hip hop guy Neither so much. Neither did I, right? right? Yeah. But it all makes sense. I think a lot of these, they all sort of make sense when you see whether it's just kind of like, oh, they just kind of like music or it's like, oh, this person really likes music or they're super fi- hyper-focused on a certain genre of music. Um, yeah, that was an interesting one. It was uh, <laughs> some, some goodies, some some just kind of like some, oh, yeah. That's he had a America on there too, though. He was almost going to put his that's America true. song. I, that's true. I did a shout-out to you guys. Uh, I played at a venue where America, the band, was also playing. No big deal. There you go. Um, um, speaking of mixtapes, uh, what, what, have you made mixtapes for people before in the past? I, I have, yeah. Okay. I actually used to I used to love making mixed CDs okay. for uh, friends of mine, especially people that I played music with because – uh, like I went to high school in like the early two thousands. So it was like, you know, download pirate as much shit yes. as you possibly can. Was it just a free flow of like, Hey, I made you a CD. I made you a oh, CD. Oh yeah. Oh, what a treat. Yeah. But you had to, but everyone could just get it as they wanted. Right. So it was just like who was willing to put the time in for their artists that they wanted to bring to the, to the team or whatever, or the band. Yeah. But a lot of times what we would do is like, since we were never like a definite band, we would all like, we would go buy those, like, remember those big packs the of bundles? CDs? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, real quick, I hate to cut you off. No, uh, what's the band name? The band I was in? Yeah. Uh, I wasn't in it in high school, but it was like later on. Okay. I was in a band called Ferrison. Okay. Okay. And uh, Punk band? Kind of, sort of. Okay. Uh, we did get to do some cool things. Like we got to play the Metro, which was really Whoa. cool. That's awesome. yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, that was a that was a big that was a big thing for me. Like I, I remember sneaking out of the house when I was like, like when I was super young to go to the Alkaline Trio Halloween show. Yeah, I baby. got in so much trouble. The and, one that was on the DVD of the show yeah. must go off. Yeah. Wow. And you just gave they dressed Marty like a priests. Boner talking <laughs> Paul. They dress like priests. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe it. Are you on the DVD? Can you spot yourself? <laughs> I don't think I can. Fuck. Yeah. So go back to so you would buy a bundle of these CDs. Oh yeah, so we would buy like bundles of CDs, and we would all get like assignments. Been like, all right, somebody find as many songs as you've never as you've never heard of, put it on this, and like pick a genre, and then that's how we would like find music and stuff oh. like that. All so genres? Would, yeah, we would just swap music. So uh, jazz. Like one person. No, it was it was more like oh like here's like punk, punk. metal, hip hop. Uh, you know, it, you're an angry youth. Yeah, you're, you're angry a child. songs. Yeah, well, not even so songs much songs about Jews. <laughs> are these? Jesus. I don't know. Are these in hopes of covering these songs? Not even that. We were no, just he wasn't like in a band we yet. were just oh, yeah. Okay, okay. We we would just like it was just a bunch of misfits that we got together. And we would like try to skate in my garage, nice. and then we would just hang out and try to play music horribly okay. before any of us had the balls to take like music lessons. All right, and uh, the most important part. And I'm sure Paul's already asked this question. Did you make some mixes for the ladies? Oh, of course. Nice. Give yeah. me a, give me a strategy there. Um, so I unfortunately went to Catholic high school and Catholic grade school, but when I got into high school, like we all had to wear uniforms and stuff. Women too, or was it all boys? It was all boys, oh, and boy. then there was a all girls high school right next door to ours. It's so weird. It isn't it so fucking weird. Like, and yeah. now, now my high school is co-ed because that one closed down. Okay, like they literally just tore down the women's school. Just made it a parking lot. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's just so. I mean, like, because because we have uh, I have a couple of buddies who went to those schools, and they would just be like. You just like get out and see them and just be like, ah, like it's just such yeah. a weird, like there's a and building have, across the street full of girls. Ah. And they all wear like super short skirts. Hey, right? hey, like hey. The, I mean, no, not hey, even close. Not no? even close. They got to go past the knees, baby. Oh, right. Catholic right. school. Like my strategy would be. Paul's like, living in a bowling for soup kind the, of video <laughs> world. Uh, the guitarist flicking the guitar pick on his elbow. <laughs> some bowling for soup action. Uh, what was your strategy with the ladies? So we would, uh, a lot of people would like put patches and buttons all over our backpacks because it was the only thing we that's could really, the only like, way you can could be yourself yeah unless so, you pulled a will smith and flipped your uh your jacket inside out <laughs> which i to this day contest they would have made him flip that jacket back around they would have yeah especially at my school fair but uh we would look and see like oh, i remember i remember like trying to make a mixtape for this one girl and she threw it out in front of me. Wow! <laughs> it was, it was Why did she like harsh. look at it? And been she like, was just—I don't like these. I think bands. she was—I think she was older than me. Okay. And I—I uh, I noticed that she had an alkaline trio, like the heart with the skull, yeah. on her backpack. Okay. And I was like, I'm gonna impress her by putting a random mix so of alkaline trio songs. So you didn't even know her. Songs. 
I, I had like talked to her a couple times in passing. Like I just right. knew her name and I was like, Hey, I made you a CD. And she goes, this is stupid. And just like threw it in the trash. Oh can. my yeah. God. Brutal. Tough. I like it. Yeah. Was that on, was that on brand with her? Like, was she like the, uh, where is she now? The tough girl in those I've, teen movies. You don't follow her on I have Facebook? no idea, but I just I would like just pine and be like, oh, she's just smoking her cool cigarettes Fuck. and cool with a K. Did it's you just grab brand. the Did you grab the CD and be like, oh, I'm gonna give this to someone else? Or did her name was her name all over it? Her name wasn't on it. I just wrote like random mix for you. Yeah, and I was like, so you all took right, the disc. can rebrand yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> so like the piece of trash I am, I reached right into the garbage can and pulled it out and. When I got in my car, I put it in there and I jammed out. So how would you, other than you guys all like getting assignments to find music, how else would you learn about songs? Like, was there, uh, did you have an older siblings or anyone that, or your N- dad? Not mom? really. Did you fuck with Maximum Rock and Roll? What the, Punk Planet? What's the, Maximum Rock and Roll? Maximum Rock and Roll is a, a magazine, uh, all, all black and white. Real no frills punk magazine. No, just jammed with like all Indiana reviews. No, everyone liked Maximum <laughs> Rock and Roll. Was it a zine? It's still out to this day. Maybe my, I think it's still out. It's it's zine-ish, but it's huge. It's no big. Shit. It's a big I've magazine. Never heard of it, I've never heard of that either. Yeah. That's, that actually sounds like something I would want to check out. But uh, I got music. So I had an older stepbrother that I never really knew, and uh, he was like. He's like a good old boy that grew up in Iowa. So mm-hmm. he listened to like a lot of, it was either like classic rock, which I was tired of having shoved down my throat, or he listened to like a lot of new metal. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I like your pro wrestling fan Dude, too. New metal was all over pro wrestling. I will say this. If you're sick of getting classic rock shoved down your throat, new metal was a breath of fresh air. A little bit. Like, yeah, it, yeah it's, a lot of it didn't hold up and it was garbage, but at the time, especially your age, oh my God, you were probably in the perfect fucking age range. Yeah. Who I mean, were you into? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what changed my life and got me into seeking music out. Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtrack. That's, dude, I'm telling you, Paul, for the Skating. younger people, it's Tony Hawk and it's Guitar Hero. Ooh, That's amazing. Guitar what what songs do you remember too. from Tony Hawk? Um, is, is one of these on here? One of them is on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. That's like the big one. The other one was uh, the first time I ever heard Primus was because of Tony Hawk. Jerry was a race car driver. I've never heard bass played like that before. Yeah. And it was such a cool thing yeah. to hear because, you know, you're hearing somebody manipulate an instrument and they're playing it fast and the, the vocals were weird. I like stuff that didn't sound like stuff I would be able to hear on the radio. And then it's kind of cool walking around school being like, I know bands you guys don't Right? Know when did that you pick up the strong. bass then? I you started as a bassist, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. I played, oh, wow. I still, I still mess around with it, but I, I'm when so did you pick afraid it up? Paul's going to put together a band of all comedians. It's, oh, I that's just the whole reason we're doing I this podcast. I just know it's happening. What are you talking about? Like, I, mean, I, feel like I got availability. Like, I play <laughs> bass and Paul's like, oh, really? <laughs> Ferrison again. It rhymes with Farivar. What, um, <laughs> what, when did you pick up the bass then? I started playing bass when I was... Man, like 12 or 13, okay. I think. But you didn't play in bands yet in, in high school. No, I started, okay. I think I was in my first band when I was like 16. Nice. About 16, maybe 17 years old. I was oh. messing around with music. I should have been in bands. Yeah. God damn it. Life would have been a lot different. Life would have been good. Well, let's let's get into uh let's get into this. First of all, this uh I have strong feelings about this. <laughs> this mix my eyes that, lit up when i, I, we, I know you, when you send them to me there's that little box and it's yeah. all the album t- and i'm yeah. like i know all these this is great i knew when you got it, i was like oh, this is gonna be you guys fucking getting boners <laughs> over certain songs but you started off with a, a very interesting pick and we talked about a little bit before we started the podcast should we yeah. should we get into it sure well oh. let's let's play a little the, the song you started with yeah. Is uh, Power of Love by Huey Lewis. Let's listen to it for a second. <laughs> for us millennials that don't remember what it is. And if you're thinking, why is this song reminding me of Michael J. Fox right now? There it is. It's a curious thing. Okay. Make a Off of the. After- Back to the Future soundtrack. Yes. Original, right? Yeah. 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 So you were talking about your new metal. We're talking about your punk craze. And then we start your mixtape with Power of Love by Huey Lewis. Yeah. It's a weird pick, I know, that doesn't really match up with everything else that's going to be on here. Explain it. But uh, Back to the Future was a movie for me as a kid that uh, it was like the only time where I ever felt like, oh, I have some family. Like... Uh, my grandpa, who was only alive for maybe until I was about four or five, uh, that's a movie that we would watch together all the time. And I, I loved that movie. And 
I loved the way that it was written. The, then the, as the trilogy went on, the acting was cool. The story, the car, everything was so cool about it. I was also obsessed with things in the eighties because we grew up with not a lot of money in my family because a single parent. So everything in that movie, even though it's 1985, it looked like my current reality because we had all old shit in our house. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, everything looks like my house here. Yeah. And I don't know I've crazy. never heard of that. That's, that's a really yeah, cool that's way of good, looking uh, at things. Would give us an example. Like, what do you mean? Like, you'd be like, oh, this is like the style of your furniture oh, and everything? Oh, God. Yeah, dude. The furniture. Walking into my childhood home as you open the door. Wood paneling, yeah. wood yeah. paneling across the whole thing. That was the smoking room yeah. where you would go and Hell everybody yeah. would smoke their cigarettes. And then the rest of the house was like pure because there was no air conditioning in that one room. And it just like brown walls, brown carpeting, brown furniture. Yeah, it was just a brown South side room. Of Chicago. 70s, baby. Yeah, South 70s. side of Chicago. Everything looked old. We had this like we had this old addition to the garage. And I just remember like I used to have to like. Because uh, the garage door opener was super shitty, and we would have to open the garage by hand when it would just come like off the track. Do, yeah, and you'd open it up, and you would just see the front of the silver car, and like that always reminded me when uh, he was like opening yeah. the garage and shit. So, but it wasn't a DeLorean. It was no, a, I wish. You Skylark. I yeah, was, was it? Yeah, it really was. <laughs> old, yeah. Boom. yeah, Paul. Old Buick boat in the garage. I was man. in your house. Like, yeah. basically. <laughs> I watched uh, some I, when I tend to get a little yawnst. I like to watch the music videos on YouTube and I watched this music video. Oh God. And, uh, <laughs> because of I, the mix or no, 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 no. This was random. before this. It just a happy yeah, yeah. coincidence. A couple nights ago before this, I was like watching music videos and that one came on and I saw, Oh shit. And I remember, um, it's cheesy on so many levels. Oh, it is. Number one, uh, they get doc. They can't get Marty. No. Uh, and the DeLorean. But Huey Lewis, before they start the show, they're in this, uh, I don't know, I want to call it a nightclub or a bar or something like that. It's like a bar with a bigger stage. Yeah. And uh, there's probably about 200 people in there. It's right. jam-packed. And he's like, hey, everybody, your favorite band is going to be in the movies. <laughs> and they start the song and there's, you know, whatever. And then, but you and I were talking about how he's actually in uh, Back to the yeah, Future. he's in Back to the Future. And I thought, you know, they must have thought they were so What part was cool. he in? When they're doing the auditions for the talent show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Marty starts shredding. And oh, he's he got his too. megaphone. Yeah. And he just goes, I really want to grab your microphone and do this. I think <laughs> that would be really good. Uh, the, the megaphone, And yeah. he goes, it's just too loud. And, yeah. I, and the idea is we... Right. Fucking rock fans are supposed to. I'm supposed to go, John, do you believe the irony of that? That fucking <laughs> Huey Lewis who rocks so hard. Yeah. The number one fucking it's band. It's funny on a different level is for telling, fans. Is telling this kid his music is too Did you loud. listen to Huey Lewis? I mean, it was avo- it was unavoidable. Yeah. But I didn't like go out and yeah. buy his music. I didn't like him at all. Save my allowance money to get it. I, I had an older brother, as I've talked about. It, the was, it, was, it was uncool to it's like just, Huey Lewis. Really? Yeah. I, but my friend, one of my friends... Jeff was a huge, that was his favorite band, and the album Sports. If you yeah. listen to it now, I mean, to be fair, they're great music musicians. Yeah, his, it's the his perfect, band is it's amazing. the perfect band for that American psycho of him like quoting Huey Lewis <laughs> in the news because it's as it's what as my girlfriend Sarah refers to it as white boy magic. Yeah, where it's just like that song, that video, yeah. that time in music is just a celebration of white people. Yeah, and just like it's the most, it's just there's no no, it's just like. The fast food of, there, it of was, rock. It was like our generation's Maroon 5. Sure. Way, but sure. not as a track. Sure. We used to get in this silly argument about how I'm like, ah, man, Huey Lewis is, Huey Lewis in the News is a ska band. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> we used to just argue about that. They're like, yeah, but there's songs with horns and they get faster. I'm like, I this mean, is, that's it a was, weird thing it, to, what with the horn section? Yeah. I don't know, man. His there was, band is like was known as like a really good band. The news, the news, yeah, the yeah. news yeah. was They're a legit like, good band. They were like like hardcore musicians, and he's just uh, he's like all right. He got he knew his weaknesses. I'm not but sure. He's a good, I hate to like say stories, and then I'm like, but I don't know if that's true or not. Um, what's, the, what's the urban legend that you learned in Indiana? Uh, <laughs> the Ghostbuster song. Oh, I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. About that. So what's that guy's name? Ray Parker, yes, Jr. Ray Parker Jr. basically stole a Huey Lewis song. He has to pay royalties. But, and I don't know if this happened, I think Huey Lewis in an interview said how much they got paid and that fucking like, oh. was a part of the decision. And the he seven, might have, yeah, he might have had, had to, to give money back. He had to give money back. That's so Huey, Huey Lewis. Lewis? My, I, I heard a story where Huey Lewis was like, <laughs> he yeah. wasn't supposed to mention it. He gave us, he had to give us like two million dollars, and there was this part in the settlement that was like, you confidential. Can't say yeah, that. yeah. So I didn't know that part, have, but I do know that he had to pay 
for the for well, the yeah, because yeah, it was like oh off. shit. What happens when he gives too much news? But here's the thing: uh, <laughs> the irony of giving news. <laughs> the, if you listen to this album now, and and there are songs by Huey Lewis that still make it. The on only the radio other thing sometimes. I know is I'm happy to be stuck with you. Yeah, yeah. there was another yes, one. Yes, it's true. That's my I want a new drug. That oh was yeah, one. okay. They're not bad. Like listening, to, I was stuck in a snowstorm listening to this, and I was like. I didn't. I, I thought like, you were gonna. I was sucking on a chili dog outside <laughs> the Tasty Freeze. <laughs> like, where, what in Indiana? This lady you were stuck in a snowstorm yeah. listening this to this. Is, yeah, this is like that song that it wasn't you, bad. This is the song you don't want on when you get in a car crash in the snow, because then you're like, "Fuck!" And it's like, "I'm happy to be stuck with you." Yes, it's true. This song, I, I listened to it. I was like, in that stupid keyboard part, dent dent. Every f- it goes through the whole fucking song. Yeah, yeah. And it's surprising that you don't get sick of it. But it, I think that's the addictive chemical that they're making you listen to. Yeah. I mean, I think they know how to write a, a catchy yeah. song. Again, it's just to me, it's just so uh, cheesy. VH, I it agree. screams like VH1, I, like fucking. I mean, I don't know when I say VH1. I, I don't know if you're if it, it's an age reference of when you say VH1. When I say VH1, do you I know Paul, what you mean. It's yeah. just light rock, and it's just like oh fucking, I'm so no. I was edgy. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely on the tail end of that. Like, yeah, a VH1 was more mild than MTV. Yeah, and like then, VH1 would do. You, like they did this on the radio here. We had the the mix, which is like yeah. the mix yeah. is like all right, we'll play a song if we have to. Yeah, if it's that popular. But they also like when uh, when that Alicia Keys like that. She had some song where Jay Z rapped on it. Oh, New York! But they like cut out the Jay Z oh, part. Yeah. And Empire I remember, State of yeah, mind. yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking like they're in a board meeting and they're like, I don't think our listeners can handle a black guy gently rapping <laughs> over an Alicia Keys yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dads are gonna get mad. No, this is a this song didn't fit with the rest of your stuff. So no. I was just curious. And uh, other than that, you said you do you still listen to this song? Like just oh, reminisce about your grandpa? I think yeah, that and I'm just I'm such a big Back to the Future fan. Like I've defaced my body with just a Back to the Future three quarter sleeve on my Are you left serious? arm. Yeah, dead serious. Oh, no, three Back to the Future three. No, it's a three oh. it's a three quarter sleeve. Okay. Oh, oh, of all pull three up your movies. jacket while you're talking about this. I was gonna say I thought it was just a strip. Like <laughs> I would love that crazy. if you're like if you were like one and two is trash. It's oh all about God. three. Yeah, that is a we DeLorean, the Flex Capacitor. Is that a Walkman? Oh, Dude, no. Dude, that okay. is heavy duty. And it's got a skateboard. The old clock tower. Holy yeah. shit. Wow. So you really When did you that get movie? that? That's You've had that a little while, huh? Uh, yeah, I think I got it. I got it. I started working on my sleeve when I was like 21, yeah. 22. Okay. Yeah. And I finished it when I was like 25, 26. Right Are there, uh, have you ever run into someone else that has a Back to the Future? At uh, like... Pop- at, at like uh, conventions, yeah, yeah, at conventions, and you go to Back to the Future. Conventions. I haven't been to a Back to the Future convention like just for Back to the Future, but like a lot of the ones like the like the Comic Cons and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Um, I've also talked to some people because there was there was a moment in time where I was actually trying to buy a DeLorean. Yeah, there's yeah. a documentary. And, it's uh, very good about Back to the Future fandom. Yeah, and that guy. Yeah, guy yeah, that's a DeLorean. really good documentary. Uh, I know someone who owns one. And, Do you really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to sell it for him. I, I set it up for him with a guy who sells them, and then he backed out the last minute. So started, he still started at one fifty. He backed. Started, <laughs> he's like, I'll sell you a Mark Gonzalez skateboard. Instead. Now listen. But, oh god. No, no, no. That's I, I. I think it's amazing that like. Uh, there's people that are that obsessed with that movie. Have you heard John Mulaney's joke about the Back to the Future? Yes. But you know what I'm talking about? It just talks about the pitch meeting for this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think about it sure. in a more sure. cerebral manner, it is the yeah. worst movie Who's ever. his best friend? An old man scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's such a fucking crazy movie, but more power to you. Now, if I'm starting a mixtape, this next song coming up is <laughs> the first song. I think I have made this the first song on numerous mixed CDs. And again, when this is when I was telling you before Marty showed up because he was late because he was grumpy. Two minutes yeah. late. Two actually, minutes. You were late. actually on time, John. Yeah. Was early, but to be fair, but um, thank you. The uh, this you're song, seeing the cracks of the the foundation. <laughs> this this podcast will not last longer. I'll get the gum. Hold I'm on. still a little mad at him for last week. <laughs> so this song again. I was on the snowstorm driving to a show. And this yeah. song came out. I'm like, oh, Marty is gonna have a boner for this song. <laughs> yeah, this song is. This is your song. I might say perfect. Okay. Uh, thank you. This is Goldfinger uh, pre- uh, with Superman. This whole album is just great. oh, dude. Let's play a second of it. Hang up. Ninety people that I. Huh. I've and you'll know heard. it, and you'll know it from um, Kingpin. Play it. Come on, come on, baby. 
Oh, we got a little baby taste of Scott here today. Wait for it, Paul. Concert, so good. They are really good. Never, they'll never let you down in concert, Paul. Here's the thing about this song. I'd never heard it before. I don't remember it from the movie. Really? And, uh, yeah. No, I know a couple Goldfinger songs, but this wasn't one of them. You, Mabel, you a big fan of Mabel? I don't know them by name, okay. but I, I will tell you that this song. It was Mabel. I could not get through it. I was really? like, I tried to force myself to listen to because I'm like, what are you? I know like Marty's going to mention a, a Dicky reference or something. I got to know know something about it, but. I, this is where you and I just, I just can never get into ska. I can, I really respect that opinion because I have a lot of friends that are huge ska fans that hate this song. Okay. They can't even make it halfway they through love it. it. I, I, love I love it. I love it too. I love it. I'm not a ska fan, but this song, here's, here's what I look at. There's like no hook, like his voice bothers me and there's like no hook in there. Like it just doesn't, it, I can't listen to this song. I tried twice. Okay, <laughs> I appreciate that. I just don't get it. Explain it to me, like, what what makes you how does happy that not about make this? you feel good? Like hearing that song, doesn't that just it's, make you feel like I will put this happen, and you're uh, like, okay. Ah. So the people who defended Rena on the song when we shit on her for that Arrested Development song, yeah, that's this is very similar to the Are feeling. You- I, it's just, crazy. It's a horrible. So check there's this too out. much going on. Check this I didn't out. like it. And I've, I think I've said it before. I on this feel podcast. like Roger Ebert right Was now. It? I just don't I, like it. I just don't I, like it. Thumbs down. I think I've said it before <laughs> on this podcast. And and uh, again, my girlfriend Sarah told me one time. She goes, "You got to see this tweet. It made me think of you." <laughs> and uh, a guy had tweeted, uh, "Ska music is the sound." a 14 year old boy hears in his head when he gets an extra mozzarella stick. <laughs> it's just pure joy. That's all it is, is just joy. Does she like ska music? I mean, I played her some songs and she's like, oh, that one's okay. She, that one's I, cool. She's just appeasing you. And I also, just don't know anyone I really that. don't want to say that, I don't want to say that that's ska music. This it's, song is It's It's uh, punk ska. Yeah, it's third wave where yeah. everything was kind of, there's horns. Everything was kind of happening at once. They're yeah. doing a lot of stuff in there. It's yeah, a, I just I don't get match. it. Tell us why is this on? Uh, why is this on your? Mind? Oh man, Tony Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Like <laughs> this that's is the one? Yeah. yeah, that is you know uh, I believe uh, I forgot what song is first in Tony Hawk. Like the first Tony Hawk game, I can't remember. It's like the car- game you're talking about. Yeah, okay. the soundtrack. It's like Car Wreck or it's Jerry was a race car driver, and then like the second or third song is Goldfinger. And I remember the first time that I heard this song, I was like. I I've never heard music that sounds like this. I never heard fast guitar See, with it's horns. Not real music. That's no 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just because I remember as a kid, whenever I would hear the Ramones, I would go, huh? Yeah. What the what what is that? Yeah. Oh, it's the Ramones. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to do more research and find out more <laughs> I need about more these of this. Ramones. Then I kept. Then I would. I then when I and I saw them all and I was like, what the. These guys are looking awesome. Yeah. And then I was then I was on board. I just think that for certain people, Paul, you're not one of these people, no. and that's okay. But the punk and ska who are married together like a fucking tag team. All right. Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. <laughs> you might go, wow, Shawn Michaels is so much more popular and so much better than Marty Jannetty of the Rockers. But they're fucking Bonded together. Sky they, music is Marty Janetti. Sky music is Marty Janetti. I don't, for everyone punks, that's listening, I don't know you what You know that's right, John, right? You know that's right. I don't know what you're talking Shawn Michaels about. is punk. So sad, but true. Marty Janetti is ska, and they will always be bonded together. <laughs> now, that said, when you're a certain type of person, John and I are those people, when we were young, and we heard this for the first time, our fucking antennas went up, and we went, oh, but you're whoa. Okay. It sounds so different. When you say Ramones, I agree with you. I love the Ramones. So first time I heard it, there's a difference, and I love punk music. Sonically, when I I was, you can tell they're influenced by the Ramones. Maybe, but I also think they did something else after the Ramones that changed their direction, and they're like, "Oh, let's make this worse." And then maybe they listened to like a Limp Bizkit album or something. This was before. (laughs) This was before Limp Bizkit. So there goes that. (laughs) I just couldn't think of another shortcut to a thought. Fucking music critic. Bullshit. I Music mean, comparing inside. comparing Goldfinger to the Ramones is 
insane. They, they, yeah, it's insane. Sure. You can't compare. But, influenced, but they were no, I said they were influenced by the yeah. Ramones. Yeah, it was definitely sure. influenced by all that punk music. And I liked that because I, I liked the idea of somebody taking an idea of something that was already cool and then making it their own. It might kind of suck. Sure. But, Limp, sure. Limp Bizkit did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They just want to break stuff. Sure. So when I was skateboarding back in the days, I call it skateboarding because I'm old. Who were you listening um, to, Paul? Were you influenced by the su- bands? No, the I would listen to the culture to the extent like I learned about the suicidal tendencies. Oh, they're that. great. And that and I liked that. Yeah. And I liked uh I liked a lot of that stuff. I liked uh I liked the Ramones. But a lot of the other stuff too was more like I got into like cooler shit, not because of skateboarding. But you're talking about the game, so it's a little different. But um, yeah. But Ramones, I agree with you, Marty. Like that that's how I felt about the police the first time I heard that band. <laughs> And that's another sure, band sure. who is also influenced by that. They were punk in the '70s in Britain too. Mm-hmm, so, but mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. This song, I will put as Wait, one the of the. Police are punk. Uh, Just they were. Let them they have started. This okay. I don't want to. They started. I don't want to fight with. They them. I can see reggae, it. punk, uh, new wave, and rock, and they made this. And 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 they made this amazing they stole sound. That's what ska music All is. And actually, there's one of the songs that you have coming up that I'm like, this band was influenced by the police. But we'll get there. But right now, what I want to say is, I will say that this song was one of the worst songs that we've ever had. Wow. Oh, right, man. I still not, like you. I really like this could next not song. No, no, no. The one that we just played. Uh, the oh, the Goldfinger one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought you this were going to no, no, no. announce some tour dates and that you'll be in the Olympia, Washington area. <laughs> uh, next song coming up, Olympia, Washington by Rancid. Off of the And Out Come the Wolves album that I played so many times in my basement, playing pool with my friends. You had a pool table? Yeah. It wasn't great, but it did did the job. Let's hear some Tim Armstrong vocals. Let me know what you think of this guy's vocals, Paul. I have strong opinions of that, too. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Rancid, tell us why is this on here? Rancid was one of those bands when I, like when I discovered them, I was late to the party. I knew I was already late because this album had to have come out in what, like 94, 95, I think. Yes. And I think I found out about them when I was, man, maybe in eighth grade. Okay. And I went to Warp Tour and there was like a, a mixed CD. It was called Punkarama Three. Oh yeah, this song. They're was probably on there. up to Punkarama Five Hundred yeah. right now. It's I like loved a, a good punk compilation. Yes, and th- I think this was like the third or fourth song. I also discovered Hot Water Music because sure. of this like Punkarama thing. But I remember hearing Rancid, and I was just like, okay, gotta f- gotta buy all their CDs. And did I, you go get Op Ivy stuff? Yeah. Fuck I yeah. well, I found out when I went to Coconuts. Oh, hold on. Let's just let yes. that soak in. Yeah. Hold on, baby. Yes. Hold on, baby. Let's what a just, reference. Let's just let coconuts soak in. Rest in Paul, peace. Paul, my coconuts was across the street from South Lake Mall in beautiful Maryville, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And man, oh man, a coconuts. Each CD was probably about $16.99. Yep. So expensive. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes that's, that was a go-to place if nowhere else could have it. But it, mine was on... Uh, Ogden Avenue on uh, in Downers Grove, Illinois. And where was your oh, coconuts? I, I would ride my bike. It was on uh, it was on 95th Street in mm-hmm. Chicago. Oh, I yeah. rode my bike Except there. Top Notch. Yeah, the burger place. Yeah, hell yeah. And I would ride my bike there. And I remember like going in with a list of stuff. And yeah. I remember walking up to a dude, and he had on. It was just like kind of like a punk rock dude. Like he had like patches on his pants. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, can you help me find some of this? And he goes. You like this? If I got something uh, for you, what and the treat of every person who worked at a record store? I, he gave me an Op Ivy album, which dude. is Rancid's first band. Did and, it melt your face off, dude? It was it was it's, one of those things where I was just like, oh, th- why didn't this band work? Yeah. Was like my first thing. Paul, imagine this. Imagine <laughs> Fat Albert blows up, <laughs> and you're 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 living. You're talking your, about my cover band. You're Stop living your, Fat you're Albert. living your wildest dreams. But then everybody goes, listen, man. I know you think Fat Albert with the pH is great, the table. but you got to listen to Under the Table, Paul's old band. <laughs> Holy, here's shit. the thing. You asked me, about, I, I don't like his voice, but I, the song you can tell, you're talking about influences. Yes. Did you ever listen to, did you ever get into The Clash? Did you ever oh, go back? Oh, big time. Okay. Yeah, I love The See, Clash. See, like, that's a punk band that I fucking love. Combat Rock, I have that on cassette. 
Mm-hmm. So okay. I have I, some cred with the punk sure. world. Fucking, I love The Clash because they were that band that bridged the gap between punk music and then doing melodic rock music. Yes. And they smashed it together and they said, we can still exist and you can be punk rock, but you can also write fucking hit songs. Songs that have hooks in it that makes the common man who's not a punk skateboarder from Maryville yes. listening to... Uh, your song, wait, and it doesn't hurt your ears. But you've you've heard of some of Rancid songs. They've got some fucking bangers that yeah, have been yeah, on yeah. the radio. They do it all. They're good. not bad. This yeah. song Tim was... Armstrong's singing style. He does a lot of uh, cover songs, like acoustic yeah, cover does. songs. He does a like lot of some are great, songs. but if you don't like his voice, oh boy, They're those bad. are tough They're listens. They're bad. Too. Yeah, it's, those are it's tough just, listens. He doesn't. Ha- it, it, I was like. Do they have another singer in the band? Well, Lars Fredrickson yeah. would sing a yeah. lot of the hooks. Because I like, I think the songs that did well were the ones that he sang, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's got some good solos. Yeah. I also too. loved Rancid because it's a bass-driven band. And there was just something yeah. about the, the bass instrument that I loved. Like, the and, first song on Out yeah. Came the Wolves is amazing. And I'm, I'm sure that people saw, like, uh, some of those videos like Ruby Soho and stuff. And they were just like, wow, yeah. this is fucking great. Yeah. I never saw any of their videos. Yeah. So what, what, were they, what was that? Where, where, where would you see these? On? MTV 120 minutes 120? or uh, just, you know, I mean, they had some stuff that was in, they had a couple like, cause you gotta, you gotta know. And you have to admit there was a summer. Uh, I think it was like the summer of 96 mm-hmm. where Pug and Ska, I mean, you're talking Rancid, you're talking it took Sublime, That's you're talking No Doubt, crushing, you're talking yeah. the Ramones had a little, uh, they got Resurgence. the love and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. This is the same era that like uh, grunge was getting big, right? You you never got into that? It coexisted. I hated grunge okay. music. I couldn't stand it because it was... It was all like... Rrr, rrr, rrr. I liked everything. It was, right, right. It was that, and yeah. I was like, this This is... The, the vocals are... Every vocalist to me sounded the same. They were yeah. singing in very similar ways. I also, uh, I was good enough at being sad on my own, right. and I didn't need you know you, you didn't that. need a millionaire to help you out. Yeah, I was like, okay, Billy, I, I like the smash. I like the Smashing Pumpkins. Fuck yeah, best band ever. Do you hear his and new song on that fucking no, on that commercial? Verizon commercial, yeah, not bad. I was like, oh, not Bill, bad, Bill. Old Bill Patrick so getting pumpkin. some commercial money. <laughs> Pumpkins weren't really grunge, but but what I was gonna, what I was getting at with the Nirvana. Angle See how Paul condescendingly slipped that in. Yeah, they're what's considered the, grunge. <laughs> what's that? He's Pumpkins like, are not. Grunge. They're in that group. Oh. They're in the group together. I disagree. 100%. I think they're in that. I think they're in the genre. Of they were time. The, in that time. Can we frame. say? Yes. Good answer. Can we say grunge adjacent? John got it right. Grunge yeah, adjacent. Sure, whatever. You Thank can say whatever you want. Yeah. Paul, say, Paul say the Smashing Pumpkins were adjacent. Grunge. I will not say it. It's you a very adjacent Seattle sound. This is how. Had. This is you saying their grunge is like when I was talking about the Lauren Hill episode, where I was like, oh yeah, she's the first person to put samples and stuff. Well, no, that's <laughs> not <What>? true. <laughs> anyway, I, my friend, my dumb friend over here, Paul, we're somehow has warped brain things. Listen, Lauren Hill. Was the first person. I said the first samples. one. That, anyway, you can go back and hear what I actually. She's said not probably not even the first black woman named Lauren to use samples in her music. <laughs> you dummy. Go back and listen to Mike Dick's episode. You'll hear what I actually said. But what I'm saying is, if you listen to the early Nirvana stuff, and I'm not a Nirvana fan at all, but like they got in like the Melvins and all that. Oh stuff. yeah, like, that, that was like the punk and yes. And the thing for 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 Nirvana or Kurt Cobain was that he wanted to like keep his punk cred. Yeah. That's why I, I, I don't like Nirvana's music besides their unplugged album, because that was right. when, when he was doing the covers and stuff too. It was amazing. It was like, I think that was one of the first times where you could actually hear his range because yeah. he wasn't drowned out by a lot of distortion and loud drums and the fast pace yeah. of everything. But what I loved is that, about Nirvana, even though I didn't like their music, I love the fact that they were very fuck you to everything. Right. I did enjoy that. And I wasn't, and again, like I was, to be fair, I was actually more of a Counting Crows guy back in that year. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm just saying, uh, I respected the shit out of them. I just wasn't, I didn't get into their music until that unplugged thing. And then I went back and listened to everything again. And never mind. I was like, ah, it's not How bad. was uh, Counting Crows unplugged? That was horrible. Did they do so one? Bad. Did they do yeah. one? Oh yeah. Oh shit! I was and he, being and a some fucking of the, asshole. Some of the songs, like he did, like uh, Anna Anna Begins, which is one of my favorite Counting Crows songs. But it was like an eight minute song. Oh. He's just ranting, and you're just like, dude. Oh, enough. Adam. Yeah, you know that guy kind of fancied himself as like a poet. Yeah. Ugh. 
But he's gonna be on the podcast, so you got, we got. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's funny. So you, you're. And that's a good quote. It's like I, you were sad. You wanted to escape that, and that's why you went to punk to be like angry. Yeah, I liked the. <laughs> it, it, it. Weirdly enough, it didn't make me angry. It made me happy. Like I felt, especially when I was going to like some of my first punk shows. I did have a cooler older cousin that would bring me to shows. Like I went nice. to. I went to shows at the Fireside like when I was oh, young, wow. baby. When I was young. Any and any legit. of the shows that. Uh, uh, sort of stuck in your brain when you were uh, a young man going to concerts. Got to see uh, the Lawrence Arms open for Trio at the Fireside Bowl. Very cool. And Very cool. I, at least I think it was there. I don't know. I was really young and I had no idea sure. what was going on. It was Which before I liked any of these bands. The greatest. But I was just like, I like all these weird people. Yeah. I feel more at I like people are like, oh, that place is dangerous. I was like, I felt more safe around those people because I like punk music is cool because it's like people self police inside you. of it. Hey, yeah. They're, they're not against I you. feel the same way when I was at the gathering of the juggalos. Oh man. <laughs> I'm telling Dear you, man. God. I would rather Stop. go to the gathering of the juggalos, a punk concert any day of the week. Everyone's great there. Uh, and now, oh, if you go to old punk shows with the bands that have been around a while, everyone's yeah. relaxed and chill and old yeah. punks. Everyone's, it's great. Everyone, no one's really against you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Everybody at the Misfits show has arthritis, yeah. guaranteed. The show's at 4.30, <laughs> no opener. It's at 4.30. Uh, Paul, you did maybe one of the best segues of all time. <laughs> Cut out of the second one. But you said against you. I know. I said, come on. Next song coming up uh, is The Ocean by Against Me, uh, which is... Uh, a very good band. Uh, I've seen I've seen them a, a whole bunch of times. This is new wave, uh, off a new wave. Uh, this is an interesting pick. We'll, we'll let it play a little bit, but I, I this is not the song I would have picked off this album. I'll get into it more once it plays yeah. a little bit. Very prophetic though. Oh yeah. Yeah. drop some knowledge on Paul's dumb head in a second. Oh, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you guys on this song, too. <laughs> What's that? Hold on, let's wait. Yeah, we got to... Legally, we got to play Legally. Although, I don't know if that's... Yeah, I know. Now that I don't practice. Right. Back when Tom was still singing. Yeah. Legally, we probably should talk over these songs. Tell us what you got to say about this. Yeah, why song? the song? Um, I love, I love against me. I love a, a lot of their old stuff too, mm-hmm. especially like reinventing Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. That whole album from front to back is fucking amazing. Hell yeah! Um, I chose this song because it was the first time where, um, when the the singer of this band, for those people that don't know, they came out as transgender. Uh, Tom became Laura, and I think that is one of the most noble things that you can do sure. in your life. And, you know, you could lose everything. They had a family. And I think it's just, it's a testament to staying true to yourself, which is what punk music is all yep. about. There's a line in that song Dude. that says, I, if I, I could have chosen, I would have been born a woman. My mother once told me she would have named me Laura. Boom. And when the news. In this song? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. And if you don't get, like, if you know the story and you hear that, sure. you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, she also wrote an amazing book. I have it on my queue. It's read it, man. It's yeah. great. If you guys ever want to borrow it, go yeah. for it. Um, but I, I, I think that it's just it, it's it's one of those things that was like a little hidden Easter egg. And when that announcement happened, it's like you go back and you listen to the ocean, and you're like, oh no, this yeah. makes fucking sense. It was something that this person was always fighting with, and. You know, you play a lot of angry music, and sometimes you can write something beautiful, and it's because it has an underlying message. That album, that uh, trans transgender dysphoria blues, the, it is from start to finish so fucking good. My top Which five Vig? albums of all time. Which Vig was a producer, right? On that one, it seems like that's what it says here. I believe so. Yeah. Let me look. Oh, that's what I. Um, oh, you're already looking it up. Um, if it was on the album. Which album was this on? This was this on. Was, uh, this New is wave? New Wave. New Wave. Yeah, Butch Vig, Butch Vig was the... Stop is a good... Well, this is a good, Stop this is is a good a, album, too. Yeah. Trash Unreal. They were on tour oh with Silver yeah. Sun Pickups, which yes. is also a great band. And this this band is one of those bands that overcame the odds and became a gigantic fucking rock band. Yeah. yeah. And people wanted to call them sellouts. And no, like, when Laura was Tom and th- he was living his life, living in punk houses, learning how to play guitar, it's, it was a it comes from a brutal life and you can take bad things and turn them into something good. And it's pretty amazing what comes out of that with punk. So 
this album, if you go on Wikipedia, whatever, and uh, I looked it up, and and if you know anything about the police, I know you're going to shit on this, Marty, but this is super, this song, if you listen to the intro of this, it reminded me of a lot of songs on the police's album, Regatta to Blank, which is That's a great point. And also rock, and Mm -hmm. that's when they transitioned from being this like punk reggae band, and they were influenced by the stuff. So That's when they were becoming rock stars. Correct. And so... This album, and also produced by Butch Vig, who is a police fan. So all you're shitting on uh, the police, uh, and you, I have you on record saying you love this. I can't believe that you took so much time on this podcast to just that was 30 be a lawyer. Summation. To be a lawyer, and you, this was your big Mike Cousin No Vinny further moment. questions. He's got the idea tree in the bedroom. I guess. I'm just um, saying, when I, when I listened to this again, I was stuck in that same snowstorm, and I was like, listen, I was like, holy shit, this is finally a moment that I can be like, this is clearly influenced by the police. Marty hates the police. And I think he I doesn't hate be- the police. I just oh. think they're criminally overrated. <laughs> that's how I feel about I, the Beatles. Especially on this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a good comment to make friends on this thing. I, I'm not a huge... I'm just saying a lot of people would disagree with you. But against me, is a, I, I, I like them a lot. And, and hearing that story makes me want to go back. And especially that Butch Vig produced the album. Because he's one of my favorite yeah. producers. But I have also seen this band over 35 times. That's really? awesome. Is that yeah. the, your top band you've seen the yeah, most? Yeah, I have their I have one of their logos tattooed on my leg. Hey. I am a huge Against Me fan. There you go. That's a big step getting the uh the tattoo. band logo. You got it. You got, got Alkaline trio. trio. I got a trio. You got a trio? Yeah. You bet I do. I'm gonna go. get a police one just for this podcast just to Do they have a logo? Uh they got a few over time. It's, well they got the colors, uh, the unsynchronicity. Doing yoga. The sex thing. Downward dog. What's this? Uh, tan- tantra. 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 No, but I, I like this song. But the voice was I was kind of like, eh, voice is okay. But um, the music was clearly influenced. And, and you mentioned Primus. You know, they have one of the greatest bases of all time, and they created the pr- uh, super band with Stuart Copeland, who was in the police. yes. So a super band. Us, What's the super band? It's just called? a best of C two B three, right? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, so super. I've never heard of them. Colonel Claypool's something oh, really? or other. Yeah, it's oh, like a real super. Les Claypool. And wasn't Trey Anastasio in that or something? Wait, is this the one? Are you talking about the There's one with Buckethead? No. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. Well, there was there was a bunch, but regardless, yeah. the musicianship of, uh, of this song is good. So I think Paul's music snobbery, uh, <laughs> punk might not be for you because you've mentioned twice the lead singer's voices yeah. and stuff. And well, the thing with punk is it's kind of just like, it doesn't really matter. I, I think what if you go back to the Ramones and you go to uh, the Clash and the and the singing on those albums, mm-hmm. there it's there's a difference. It's like a, a feeling you got from them, and I think it's like a lot of these people who are influenced by them are often mimicking them, right? And it's like well, you just don't I have. Don't know, I will man. say this with not all of them, but this one with punk music. It's uh, when you're a punk musician, it's not about hitting the notes. Because you're right. not a true musician, you're you're Vocal. a punk musician. You're trying to convey emotion over right. a tone. I get it. And Paul and doesn't feel emotion, so he wouldn't know I how that goes. I haven't cried since '97, but, <laughs> but that's not here or there. When he pulled it to Coconuts to get the new <laughs> Counting Crows Unplugged CD, like, and it was close. Have Sarah McLaughlin? No, <laughs> I. It, uh, is. it was. Close. Yeah, I think there. I think you would find some some because you're. I feel like you're like. Uh, American Idol judging these bands like I don't know man your voice sounded a little shaky there it's like yeah that's how it Pitchy. goes no and, they, I, and there's I no way it. they're gonna be like hey you should probably get in the booth and sing that one again it's like nah man you're fucking you were your emotions were all over that song right. let's not let's not change I do that. need to go back and get into more against me and I think the voice can like a lot of things voices grow on you if you start yeah. listening I'm to telling stuff. you if you listen to that transgender dysmorphia blues it's I'll the take a fucking perfect album yeah. and their their new album is great too it just came out like maybe a year yeah. and a half ago that is more like very rock focused and her voice, I feel, is the clearest on that album that her voice has ever been on anything. And it hasn't really changed much, which no. I was curious about that. I was, I was nervous about that, too. Yeah. And it's you you see her perform now, and it's just like, oh my, fuck, oh, man. Okay, I got to talk about that what for a, a second. What a sure. front, front I, person. With, with watching this band, I mean, th- that album came out in 2007, mm-hmm. I want to say. The Ocean? Or the and, one with and, uh, the Ocean on it? Yeah, New Wave came New out in 2007. And I was a senior in high school and I, I had only seen them one other time. And I just remember when I saw Tom singing and doing vocals, 
just an angry Damn. person, just so good. ripping the guitar away. Just, it, but it was great. Yep. But now when I go see against me, she is so fucking happy that it yeah. like yeah. the 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 tone of the music has also changed and it just. As a fan of the band for so long, it just makes me so happy to see somebody be so happy playing right. those songs. It's wild because they, yeah, there's a they did Letterman, yeah, um, and and yeah, like you said, just throw their, you know, he would throw his fucking whole heart into those performances, and now as as Laura Jean Grace, it's just like fuck, man. It's just when when she came out, I think I saw him at the Concord, and uh, fuck, just so that good. was probably if it was the Concord, it was probably two thousand ten. No, this was this was probably about f- maybe about four years ago. Three it's years ago. Oh, no shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Concord's a newer. Yeah, because she. I mean, when the oh, I'm transition, thinking of uh, like I'm thinking of another venue. What yeah. the fuck am I thinking of the uh, the Congress Theater? Yes, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Close. They played the Very Congress. Close. Wow, sure, sure. I don't know. I I think uh, it might be a thing where you've seen them in concert, so you have that. A lot of bands that I liked. Um, I saw them in concert before I had the music, and then I got it. Isn't that weird? Don't you? I always mm-hmm. wish like I could have. There's a couple bands I saw live for the first time without really digging deep and getting into them, and then yeah. I was like, I wish I could go back because there's nothing like seeing a band for and the you first know time. every song. Like, no, no, no. I I think that's great too. Seeing a band and being what blown do you mean? away. What are you saying? I'm saying when you are seeing like your band. If I'm going to oh, see after you, my band right, right, right. and I'm like, I know every fucking song they play yeah. and I'm like, oh, they played this a little faster or yeah, something like yeah. that. Like, it's just like, that's peak concert fucking enjoyment. What band do you feel like that? Any besides band. I mean, I, there's so many bands I could, yeah. I mean, I would love to see like that. And it's just like. Wait, you're saying like you don't know any songs? No, no, no. Where I know them all. Oh, where you know you them all. Go back. Okay. And it's just like, um, so like there's concerts that I wish I could go back to now uh-huh. knowing like, like loving bands as much as I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you can't go back in time to Speak, see. Uh, well, I mean, if I could go back to one concert in particular, I would go back to an old Alkaline Trio concert at the Metro when they had a band that I wasn't too familiar with called Off With Their Heads. Hey, but after that show, I sure made it my point to check them out. to the next song. Clear the air with Off With Their Heads. And man, I love this band and I love this really? song. Love this show. I wanted to tell you, I wanted to share some important details that you're not aware of. I want you to listen, I want you to care. I'll choke to death if I don't clear the air. It's not a secret that I obsess. Then I get angry and then I get stressed. And you can't imagine and you can't compare. No frame of reference, so then you get scared. Doing my best, I'll make you see. All right. It's not your fault when tell I'm us why this is on. Well, well, hold on, let's let this oh, kick in a second. This well, is, they're not going to trust me. I like that you were the acoustic version yeah. too. Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. I, I got the wrong one. I got the wrong version. And both are great. I okay. mean, either or. That's funny you said that because the whole time I was listening to a song, I'm like, I fucking love when songs slow build like this. I can't wait till the drums get in. And then I was oh, like, Oh, this is the acoustic. Yeah, yeah I, the, I yeah. did it. I fucked up. No but I, I didn't know okay. that. I just, I, uh, I'd never heard this band. So yeah. at first when I heard it and I heard his voice, I'm like, oh, John's trying to throw his fucking band on here. I was like, <laughs> wow. I was like what a ballsy move. Hits us up to be on our I, podcast. I and it's a shameless promotion for Ferrison or whatever. I, I but, wish, um, man. You. But then I was like, this is a cool song. I can't wait till it fucking kicks in. And I like his voice on this one. Oh, I've never okay. heard of this band. Here, so I let me hit up. you with the real. Yeah, yeah. wanted to tell you, oh, I wanted yeah. to share some important details that you're unaware of. I want you to listen. Also, the music video for this song is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a secret that I obsess, and then I get angry, and then I get stressed. And you can't imagine, and you can't compare. You have no frame of reference, and then you get scared. I'm doing my best to help make you see that it's not your You're fault. Ready, I beg and I plead. It's much easier just to go back to sleep, but we gotta find a place to start because I'm falling apart. Yeah, yeah, I like this. Oh yeah! There you go. See, when I heard this, the acoustic version, which is awesome too. Yeah. The whole time, I'm like, man, when are they gonna? Yeah, where's the in? rest of the song at? Yeah. It's so good, <laughs> and you could tell that they were like holding back. I had I a, like, I had a, a breakup uh, a couple years back, and uh, we were just chatting afterwards, and she's like, "Yeah, I kind of figured you were 
maybe done with things. And I go, why is that? She goes, I don't know. You kept playing the song called Fuck This, I'm Out all the time. <laughs> is it an off with their heads it was, Yeah, it was just like. That's an fucking, old one. It was I don't my know, anthem. I don't know who this is. It was my fucking anthem. There are, so what's nuts is that the singer actually lives here now. Yeah, man. Chicago? Yeah. I did a show Where, with them. Where yeah. are they from originally? DeKalb? Yeah. Oh. They're from... No, I want to say Danville? Man, Somewhere in Illinois. Something like they're, that. They're, they're, definitely, they're definitely a Midwestern band. Okay. Yeah. I, I forget exactly where they're, they're from. They're from Minneapolis, but they're they from Minneapolis? Of, yeah. Okay. But they've sort of been uh, Illinois boys for a little while. But They're still around or? Yeah. They just put out a new album. I'll tell you this. The first time I ever heard this band, I was seeing my friend's band play with them. What? And it was at this... Who's fucking, your friend's band? Give them a uh, shout out. St- still alive. Okay. Still alive was playing with them, and it was the first time I ever got to see them. The first time I ever really heard them. Like I heard some songs in passing, but then I got to see them live, and it was just, man, was it so fucking good. The the like the energy that they convey when they play live. So the good. guy sounds exactly the same way that he does on there. The only thing that's weird is there's like kind of like a rotating group of guys that play with. Him, I think. I think technically, he's the it's band is only like one or two guys. Yeah, and then he gets other two people to like jobbers. Go on tour. Yeah, pretty much. Do you when you go to a concert like this? Do you come back home and you're like, I, you just as a musician, do you go home and you like go back and play your shit and you play the songs that you just saw at concert or no? I sometimes I yeah. sometimes I do. Like I'll definitely remember like some parts. Like oh, I really like that bass fill, or yeah. like you definitely did like a small little solo here. The way that you wrote it in the beginning, it's so, like that. The beginning of that song has a great bass ride to it, and it's super yeah. simple, but it just sets the tone for the song. It's so fun. The thing about being, being a bassist, too, because I switched the bass later, it's, it kind of sucks because you're like, oh, you need someone to play with. You can't just like yes. jam by yourself. Yes. But that's no, I, I, I dug this song a lot. Good. In fact, uh, now that I know that there's another version, that's going to make it onto my list. So Sweet. Uh, definitely one of the best songs we've had yeah. on any of the podcasts, yeah, which I makes was very, up for the Goldfinger one. very happy when that popped up, first of all, it, Paul. It's also... <laughs> It's also one of those things where I was like, I haven't heard any really good new music in a long time. And I got, I remember get buying, because when I saw them, I bought both of their vinyls. Like, oh, I was just okay. like, give me, give me fucking both of those. Oh, at the show. And yeah. um, I went home and I listened to them. And when this, like hearing it not live, because it's like when you get to hear everything, everything, mm-hmm. that's the best feeling. And I'm just like, oh, this dude is definitely dealing with the same anxieties I have, the depression that I have, and it just kind of felt really good. It's like, oh, I'm not alone, and I don't know how to convey it, and this guy kind of gets yeah, it. Yeah, there's dark, dark lyrics. Yeah, This song? Yeah, it's just yeah. all of their songs. It's, all their songs. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Very dark. And I didn't very know anything like, about this band. Fuck it. I'll just go away. Like, nah, this ain't gonna, this ain't working out, and stuff like that. Great yeah. breakup music. Great. Like, when you, <laughs> Great know the, when you know the relationship's over, but you're just like, oh, man, we're still living together. What are we doing? Let's <laughs> fucking break up. <laughs> um, you know, shit like that. Yeah, this was a- The good was, stuff. This is a very other than Huey Lewis, there was definitely a theme here, <laughs> uh, and I didn't get it until the end. But uh, when was the last time you made someone a mix? You still do Spotify stuff or mixtapes? I'll people? randomly do them here and there, but I, I really don't do mixes anymore, which is why I was like, really excited to get on here and do this. Yeah, I, I would never tell anybody like, "Hey, this was you. You made the wrong move on this." But hypothetically, <laughs> if I could, if I could make any edits. Uh, instead of Huey Lewis and the News, Power of Love, I would have went with this version. <laughs> this is this is oh, this is gonna bug me. Who is this? I got it. I'll play in a second. I'll let you hear the singer and you can see if you know. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Don't do this, guys. Oh, is this some ska band? This is such trash. I knew Their somebody. Whole, I knew somebody covered this. That they did a whole album of covers. Uh, yeah, from that the they screen. They should have never did. You found it's glory. so bad, John. From the screen to the stereo. Yes. Volume three. Volume three. You know, they didn't guys. Need, they didn't, didn't need the other two. Lesson. You know, guys. You gotta stop. What? uh of course, they did Let It Go. Oh, my God. Accidentally in Love by Paul's favorite band, The One Counting the Crows. Yeah. I, I, wish I, I wish I would have gotten a chance. Like, if I could ever come back, I would love to do just, hip, just hip-hop. Do it. Give, send us the mix. All right. Where can people find out uh, more about you and uh, your your stuff and maybe this band, Ferrison? 
Um, <laughs> uh, well, Ferrison would be on myspace.com slash Ferrison. Yeah. And, Two uh, R's. Yeah, F-E-R-R-I-S-O-N. Um, okay. But you can come check out any uh, comedy around Chicago. I'm a producer for Don't Tell Comedy Chicago. So awesome just go show. to... Just go to don'ttellcomedy.com and just look up your city. And you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at John, J-O-N, double underscore, Torres, T-O-R-R-E-S. Thank you so much, John. And yeah, thank you. I have man. a great Don't Tell uh, joke for a story for you. Ooh. I can't. We don't have time because we're going to run out. But uh, it also brings in uh, White Claw, which is Marty's favorite oh, drink. But uh, thank you one all. One of my favorite drinks. One of Well, I like shitting on you going on a show before <laughs> or after you. And calling people out on what you're drinking. But anyway, uh, Marty, where can people find more about you? At Marty DeRosa <laughs> on every fucking social media thing on the planet. I hardly use them, but uh, thanks for listening Thank to this you podcast. So much. And I'm Paul Farvar. You can follow me at, at Paul Farvar. Please check out, uh, message us at paulmartymix at gmail.com. Take us out. Listen to this. Thanks for having me. Hey, if anyone knows the guys from uh, fucking uh, New Funk Lore, you got to tell them to stop. This is, this is out of control. This is out of control. 